Welcome everyone. We're about to begin with Hashem BPM number forty-one. That's Paisvimi Shear for men. Shear number forty-one. Um, one major idea and concept of getting along with one's wife and to build shalom bias is to be very careful about criticism. When one um, points out to their wives um, all things that they do wrong, and they do it constantly. It really breaks your wife. It really could break her. It could get her depressed. It could get her despairing. And and you have marriages where husbands take care of their wives financially and pamper them with everything they need. And um, so they're secure in that sense and in the physical sense, and uh, they have everything they need in that sense. But if he is critical of her, even with her getting everything she wants in material aspects of it, she'll be very uh, hurt, very dissatisfied, and very disillusioned. And sometimes a husband's puzzled because he's just trying to be helpful. And he does love her and showers things upon her. But, and, and then he fails to understand why she's so miserable and so distant. And a lot of it is criticism without us even realizing how we're criticizing. So therefore, generally speaking, generally speaking, one has to be very careful and not, um, you know, get into that mode of criticizing. Sometimes there is important topics, certain aspects that has to be conveyed, and one needs a lot of siyata jishmaya to do it in the right way. So there needs to be a balance, of course, you know, because sometimes it is necessary to express things that are going on, and sometimes you have to have, ask Adracha on how to respond to your wife when things are going on, that if you just don't say, uh, you know, she won't understand, then it'll just fester. But at the same time, one needs to be very careful. So there are many instances where, in the situation in the home, where it's better not to say anything and just let her be, and uh, in, in many, many instances, many, many situations, that's the right approach. Now, if something's a lingering issue, that something that's, you know, that's ongoing issue, then you need eight testivus of how exactly to convey it to your wife in the right way. Generally speaking, the best way to influence your wife is to be a mashpia bederach memela, meaning your behaviors, your behaviors influence profoundly um, your wife, even if you don't see it with the naked eye. Uh, the Gura gives a mushal, um on this. That's Kadai to repeat. It's a tremendous yisoid. So please, um, husbands, please pay attention to this. The Sefer Oyel Yaakov from the Dubna Magad Parshas Tazria, he says that when he was by in Vilna, by his Rebbe, his Rebbe was the Gvilna Goyen, Rebbe Leo from Vilna. And he asked him, what's the best way to be mashpia? Or how is the, what, what manner is a tzaddik mashpia from his year Hashem to his generation? And the Gros said a follow, the following. He gave a mashal. Usually the Dovna Maga was the one who gave mishalem. But here the Gros gave a mashal. He says, a mashal is as if you have a big keli, you have a big vessel. And around that big vessel, you have a lot of these small kalim surrounding it right near each other, right near that big vessel from all sides. 
So what happens is this, if you pour into that big keli and you consistently pour into that big keli, automatically, once that big keli fills up to the top, it will spill over to those small vessels, to those kalim katanan that are near it. And therefore, when you yourself fill yourself up, then it will spread out to others. If you don't fill yourself up with your shamayim, then it won't reach those vessels around you. And this is a tremendous aside overall in Shalom Bayis, overall if you um, want to be mashpia on your wife, the Iker Avaida is, is to correct your own behaviors as best as possible, to build yourself up, to be kinder, more loving, and 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 that influence is like that big vessel being filled up till it spills over. It's really inevitable that your wife will be influenced by your good behaviors. So, and that indirect approach, which works little by little, even though it may not seen, be seen by the naked eye on a day-to-day basis, it leaves a tremendous ration. That's why all of you need to realize this works 100% of the time. The problem a lot happens is when you know uh, we know as husbands that we need to work on our marriage. We need to become better husbands. What happens a lot of times is, is that we start behaving better towards our wives and our home, but because we may not get appreciation right away, we may not get the pat on the back when we really could use it, so we give up. We give up very quickly and we, re- we revert back to our old selves. But if we don't do that and we're persistent, and we say we're going to be better people, we're going to be better husbands, and you act that way day in and day out, day in and day out with your own behaviors, then it'll inevitably flow over to your wife and she'll be profoundly influenced by your behavior. It is doable. You you, you just don't, uh, you're persistent. Don't get discouraged if you don't get feedback right away or if you get flack even and you keep on doing it, ultimately it will flow through. And then when you do need to communicate something that has to be communicated, you daven hard to convey it the right way because generally speaking, if you are critical of your wife, even if you mean well, you're well-meaning, she takes it to heart. This is her 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 uh, joy and her... her um, you know, aspirations is towards her husband. She may not admit it all the time, and it is extremely important. It says to bring a proof to this, and Rabbi Rush brings it down in his Sefer, is like this. You see by Kibbut of Aim, there's an Indian of to be Machabit Kibbut of Aim, to honor your mother, to honor your father, or Kibbut Rabbi, to honor your Rebbe. And what what is one of those ideas of Kibbut? It's a kibbutz, and the halach is brought down. If, let's say, a son saw the father doing something wrong, violating a commandment of the Torah, the son is not supposed to point out, hey, how could you do this and this? It's usr. The only way it's mutter to make him aware of his error is to sort of say it in a very indirect way. Father, this and this is what I learned in the Torah, and... And, and he conveys it. And if the father understands, oh, okay, that means I did something wrong, fine. And if he doesn't, he doesn't. But the son is not allowed to go beyond that. And the same kibbutz, the Chazal put the covet of the husband to the wife, that you have to be mechabed your wife. And therefore, that kibbutz works in the same way, in the same mahalach, and a way even more so. 
than with your father and with your Rav because she's more sensitive to it. And if you have to say something in a very indirect way, in a subtle way, in a very sensitive way. Very often, criticism breaks a wife's spirit. She may seem like a more tougher personality, and she may not seem overly sensitive, but, but generally speaking, when you are critical of your wife, it hurts her deeply. And one needs to understand that and take that in consideration before conveying something that may be negative or may hurt her. Another thing to know in married life in general is that a zohar, a male, is generally a mashpia, a giver, and a keva, a female, is generally a receiver, similar to the sun and the moon, that the husband's compared to like the sun, who gives off light, and the woman's compared to a levana that receives that light. Levana does not have a light of its own, just what the sun shines on it. So to the woman, she does not have from her own other than what she receives from her husband. Now, that doesn't mean she doesn't have a personality or that she doesn't have an ashama. She has all of that. And in certain ways, they're beyond the, the purity of the husband's soul. But nevertheless, Hashem created in the Bria that there is a concept of giving and receiving goes it's a two-way street but in general it's the husband that is that nice and a wife needs to learn how to be macabre to receive in, in 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 a healthy way therefore because the zahar because the man because the husband is a mashpia he has to constantly honor his wife to give her warmth to give her love to give her joy to give her a certain confidence light and faith um, if he comes in looking to receive to receive honor to receive excess attention he falls into that receiving mode now it is healthy to have certain healthy normal needs that each one has and they give to one another so it is a balance we talked about it in previous Urim that there's no question that giving is the main nakuda, both for the husband and wife. Mechdom Leo talks about it, but we also gave other shiurim where you have to take it with a healthy balance because there is also a healthy concept of receiving in a healthy way. So it's not like uh, a, a 100% uh, percent this way and 0% the other way. It's not shot that you never say anything to your wife and you always give and never receive anything. It doesn't work like that. A relationship is a two-way street. But at the same time, the general concept is, unless something comes up and you learn how to learn from it, but most of the time, it's a matter of really giving and honoring and being extremely careful to weigh things before you actually criticize something, uh, your wife, even if you intended to be uh, constructive criticism, to know how to handle it, to know how to do it the right way. And again, the Vilna Goyen talks about that we can learn from the way Hashem dealt with other Marishan. That's how we're supposed to be knowing in our home as well. That after he ate from the Eitzadas, it says that Hashem waited till he dressed himself in, in the Aleitena, till the leaves. And then after he dressed himself, then Hashem appeared to him. He waited. Same thing a husband, when he sees something that needs something to be corrected, he waits He's patient and he's calm. 
And then later, at some point, he will speak to his wife about it, and always in a very pleasant way. And the purpose of it is always so that she should, you know, convey that in a way that she could understand, and and basically make it very clear to her that the whole purpose is is just to make things better, and not chalila to hurt anybody. And I make mistakes too, and I. I do things wrong and whatever it is, and I'm not trying to be critical of you at all. I'm just trying to explain how things could get better by us conducting things in, in a more uh, uplifting way. Using positive all the time. Like David Amal did all the time. Ashriya is praiseworthy as a man that doesn't walk in the in the council of the wicked. Ashrei to me made dark. Praised is the is the people who go in the wholesome way towards Hashem. Ashrei yoshevisecha. Praised are the people that dwell in your house, always with a praising, always with a positivity, and that's the way we talk to our wives with positivity, saying, "I'm concerned about you. How are you? How you feeling? Whatever it is," and you show your care, and then when you show your care, then when you want to work on explaining to her on something that could use some correction, it's very, very clear that you're just doing it out of love and because you love her and you want the best for her. Another aspect that helps greatly with Shalom Bayis is Shmir Zainayim. Not to look at other women, not to compare uh, your wife to other women. This is a tremendous yesaid. When one does that, then there is ultimately a tremendous weakening of the relationship. Let's put even aside what the Isurim are in the Torah. Just simple common sense, that type of conduct weakens the relationship. We know as men and we know as husbands, it's an Isayan. We're visually stimulated, but we need to understand part of it, of course, is to be mechazek ourselves, making gedarim, um, and being careful, but part of it is realizing that when we do this, we are hurting our family. We are hurting not just our wives, we're hurting our children. We are hurting our own um, ability to pray, our ability to learn, our ability to communicate with Hashem. It really ruins the ability of physical intimacy as well. And um, we explain this a lot, that... Married couples that are not not Jewish, that uh, are not careful with their eyes, and and they you know are loose with that, Th- then you know let's say they they or let's say they are technically faithful, so they're not fooling around. But the bottom line is, it affects their marital relationship with their own wives, and and they drift apart. It's very very important to watch your eyes not to be jealous and just focus on just your wife that was given to you. And when you do that, you are strengthening her, you're strengthening the house, you're strengthening yourself, and it has ramifications of tremendous bracha that you have in your home life and with your children. One needs to also understand that both by watching your eyes, so basically preventing yourself from doing anything that would cause your connection to your own wife to be weakened, to watch your eyes, and your eyes are only to her and no one else. And by honoring her, and by loving her, and by being kind to her, this will 
bring the tremendous bracha, cyber Gashmius and cyber Ruchnius. You know, we, we, we hear Rabbi Akiva, you know, when he came back with all these Talmidim, he saw his wife and he told this Talmidim, Shaliva Shalom Shechem Shalohu, famous thing that he says that all their, their success in learning Torah and his success in teaching Torah to them and bringing up so many Talmidim is because of his wife. And the truth is, if you think about it, what do you mean it was all his wife? He went, learned, and studied until he got to that level where he had 24,000 Talmidim. What does it mean? It's all hers. Rakiva was being truthful. He knew that the soul of his wife is what helped him be Matzliach in Torah. He knew that the soul of his wife had these special treasures in them that gave him the encouragement and the Nisinus Kayach to become great in Torah. So to conclude with this year, we spoke today about being very careful and avoiding criti- criticizing your wife. Generally speaking, you work on your own behaviors like the muscle of the Vilna Goyen, where you fill up your own big vessel and it flows over to those smaller vessels. You fill yourself up with Torah and your Shemayim and, and proper behavior that automatically flows to your wife, that she too will become uh, more um, influenced, more emotionally sensitive based on your Midas. And remember that it may take time and you may not see the results right away, but the persistence works. The persistence pays off. So please, please, even if you don't see encouraging signs, and even if it's very hard because no one's patting you on the back, you give yourself a pat on the back. And you say, whatever it is, I'm going to conduct myself from this day onwards to be the best husband I could possibly be. I'm going to be much less critical. And even if I have to say something, I will daven and then at, uh, learn about the skills and figure out a way to convey it in a kind way and in a warm way. And I'm going to watch my eyes. I'm going to be loyal to my wife. I'm going to be faithful to my wife. All of these sentiments, even if you you know it's deep in your heart and your wife is even unaware that you're trying to transform yourself and you didn't tell her yet, she will ultimately sense it. It may take some time. Don't get discouraged. Don't discourage if she doesn't believe you. Don't dis- to get discouraged if you don't. If she doesn't reciprocate yet. Ultimately, it will bear fruit. It is similar to planting a seed in the ground, and it may not sprout out for another six months, six weeks, let's say, and five weeks pass by and you see nothing. Meanwhile, all these things are growing already underneath the surface. It's ready to break out, and when it's ready, it will break through the the ground and it will glow, grow, and then will sprout into beautiful. Um, you know, in a beautiful garden. The same thing here, you're planting seeds. Don't get discouraged if you don't see it right away. Don't get discouraged if you don't see it for a while. It's already working, and ultimately, it will transform your marriage in the best possible way. Brachanatzlacha.